Hey, what's going on guys? This is Life's Legos. What's going on? Now, to begin the podcast, I'm going to start with a quick question. The question is this, why is it so hard for individuals to believe in, in themselves? I mean, why is it so hard for us to wake up every morning and to have the confidence to tackle any challenge and or thought that arises in our brain? Now, I know there's people out there thinking, well, I am confident. My confidence levels are off the charts, so I don't know what this guy's talking about. Well, if that's you, I'm glad. I'm happy for you. You found a way or a formula to allow yourself to reach those confidence levels that you know that you have. But if you're trying to tell me that you've never had an off day, well, that's when I call foul. And the reason behind that is because evidence proves that even the strongest-minded people deal with confidence issues. I mean, look at professional athletes. They openly admit that they got rattled by a certain opponent or that they got nervous before playing in a big game. You look at big corporations, organizations. I mean, sometimes CEOs, they may get nervous before meeting a big client. And how about the more relatable type of example where you have someone in your life that's so strong-minded and so strong-willed, but sometimes certain situations in their life can rattle them. And you all of a sudden, you see, wow, they're human and they can get shaken too. And it's not that that individual is weak-minded or that they're not strong enough to tackle that challenge. It's because sometimes situations come within our lives that hinder with our confidence levels. Now, you don't have to travel to the far depths of the world or take part in a spiritual awakening course to realize that the majority of the population, both men and women, have a problem with believing in themselves. I mean, look at social media, for example. The youth of today are dealing with self-confidence issues, and a lot of it stems from not believing in themselves, and if they can't believe in themselves at a young age, it's only going to stick with them to adulthood, and that's what we need to prevent. Now, what is the difference between an individual who's able to battle back after their confidence has been hindered and between somebody who cannot is not that the individual who can't is weak or not strong enough. It's just the fact that the person that can has developed some kind of a self formula or steps which they follow, which allow themselves to bring back their inner strength. Now, how do they do this? They remind themselves of their successful traits. They remind themselves of the times that they proved themselves wrong when they thought they could not accomplish a certain task. They remind themselves of the times that they may have faced adversity and won. And this is how they're able to bring back their confidence levels. As opposed to the individual who can't, they feel that whatever they've obtained so far in life, that's all they can obtain and they can't grow anymore. And there's a lot of factors that come into play for this. The external environment, friends and family, sure, but also factors in which we can control. And I'm going to talk about social media for a quick second here. Now, social media, it's a great tool to share moments with your friends and your family. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I have social media. Um, my family, my friends have social media. I use it and I like it. It's great. But it's a problem when it becomes your only source or go-to to get your confidence or level of self-worth. See, that's where the problem arises. Now again, I'm not bashing social media. Social media is great. It's a great tool. But where is the problem? The problem arises when an individual feeds off of likes and or reposts, shares and comments. And if they don't get enough, they feel that they're not enough. 
and they begin to tell themselves that they are not good enough for themselves and everybody else around them. And they have to do better next time they post to get more attention. You see, they think that they have to do better the next time they post. It's not about behavioral traits, human traits. It's not about human interaction that they want to work on. It's about their posting strategies. And that's a problem. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, as obvious as that may seem, that's extremely unhealthy. If you can't distance yourself from the online world to the extent that you feel a need to post on social media to look for some kind of validation from others, well, then there's a problem and you have to adjust that behavior. And that behavior can be adjusted if you catch yourself doing it very early on. Now, the sad part is that most people know that they're doing it. They're doing it intentionally, knowing that not only does it hurt them, but they continue to do that cycle on a constant basis. It's no secret to them. I mean, look, we're doing it to ourselves here. And I can promise you that we all know at least one individual who's like this, who looks for that validation from others so that they can allow themselves to feel confident. I mean, why? I mean, that's what it is. It's that person's inability to see how beautiful they really are and how much confidence they should be walking around with as opposed to metaphorically being used as a digital prop. Now, here's the thing. The media, our friends, family, schools, clubs, whatever it might be, uh, they're always trying to tell us how or who we should be at all or at different points in our lives, how to dress, uh, what fads to follow, and we all listen to them uh, in some way, shape, or form. I mean, for those who say they don't, I don't care who you are. But if you're not a monk living in the monastery, you definitely took part in a fad or listened to a song or watched a movie because you were convinced or influenced to. Whether it might be through the trailer itself or your friend, you were convinced and you were influenced. And as long as that influence was a positive one or didn't impact you negatively or that might have actually impacted you positively and you might have even found new interests, it's okay. That's a cycle of life. That's how we grow. That's how we evolve. But when you are told how you should feel about yourself at any given point in your life, well, that's when you should stop and evaluate if the person they want you to be or feel is truly you. And if you really need to seek that validation from that source or not, when you look at things with an open and relaxed mind and take things at face value, you can and will answer your own questions. And that all starts with believing in yourself and your abilities. And ultimately, with that, will bring out your confidence levels. Have you ever noticed that when you are about to do something outside of your comfort zone, you feel those knots in your stomach? Yeah, you feel that fear. Yeah, so... That's our inner voice telling you to back away because that's our body's defense mechanism from harmful things. But sometimes we have to tell our inner voice to shut the hell up. And then when we do that, we go and we complete the task, whether it's public speaking, taking a test, whatever it might be. And you feel this rush, this feeling of accomplishment that you haven't felt before and you love it. And at the time, you tell yourself that you will never be hesitant ever again and that you will not allow your inner voice to get in your way and you'll tell it to back off. But lo and behold, next time around, your nervous feelings come back and you divert from what you told yourself. 
And in a way, that's just human nature, and we have to develop a way to get over it. Now, I know what a lot of people are thinking. They're saying that why do people say it's so easy to just boost your confidence just like that, especially if you've struggled with having confidence at a level which you want it to be. But the thing is this, everyone knows that it's not easy. But believing deep within yourself that you can gather up the confidence to do something or start something or an activity is the ultimate first step. That's how you can develop a plan. That's how you can develop a way to allow yourself to realize that you have to start making a change when it comes to boosting your own confidence levels. Now, there is a lot of great articles out there by Forbes, The Entrepreneur, and many other reputable magazines and self-articles as well that list steps on boosting your confidence, and that's great. I mean, I read a lot of them. And they say a lot of great things and a lot of great steps, uh, such things as getting things done, monitoring your work, and et cetera, and et cetera. But in my opinion, each and every one of us is unique. And I think we can all agree on that. And with that being said, I don't think that there's a set guidelines that every single person can follow or kind of standardized process. There are, however, in my opinion, ways which can give you more of an opportunity to develop and things that I've used in myself to develop over time. Regardless of uh, what level your confidence might be at, whether it's at an all-time high or whether it's at an all-time low, there's a set of rules that I've kind of followed and which I feel work. And I'm just going to share them with you. Now, keep in mind, there is six steps. The first step, uh, like I've mentioned before, is that you have to start believing in yourself and the task at hand, regardless of how small or how big they may seem. The second step is create a mantra for yourself. It can be as simple as, I can make my dreams come true, and say it to yourself at points throughout the day that where you begin to lose your confidence. The third step is break down your goals into smaller goals and or steps and tackle them. For example, if you have a fear of public speaking and you have a speech coming up, practice alone, then in front of a mirror, then maybe your confidence will slowly start to get there. Then when you start to feel that maybe you can start speaking in front of others, have a couple people there. Start with one, maybe two. Again, it's all baby steps. The fourth step is eliminating negative people from your life and surrounding yourself with positive ones. The fifth is along the same lines as number four. Look to network and build relationships with like-minded individuals who can help you as much as you can help them. And number six, repeat. If you repeat this six-step cycle, which I use on a regular basis and which I feel works for most people, you will start to see your confidence levels start to rise. And like I said, it doesn't matter at what point your confidence level might be at, your confidence can always take a hit depending on what situations you might be in. But if you have these steps in mind, and if you go through them on a constant basis, it will help you out. And I strongly believe that it can elevate your confidence to new heights. All right, guys, hope you enjoyed that episode. Don't forget to tune in when the next one drops. And I hope you stay connected with Life's Legos.